That felt right to me. Always. Uh, 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 Sean, what's that? What's that on the horizon approaching the shores? What is it? Oh, say it again. What is what is it? What's what's approaching the shores? Um uh, <laughs> hold on. I'll get this. Yeah, go on. I'll get this. It's gonna be It's like a big lizard thing. It's like a big reptile mm, interesting. Uh, wait, no, it's like a it looks more like a snake with arms. It's wait. Is that Godzilla? Dude, fucking, uh, we're here. We're finally here, and we're talking. The film everyone's talking about is uh, a little bit of Godzilla. Minus one, we're here today, Sean. Sean, how are you feeling about being here today talking about the movie that's on everyone's lips, that's on everyone's eyes? Godzilla Minus Ned, One, how are you feeling, man? Ned, I'm. it feels like a, almost a month has gone by mm. since I've seen this movie. And Jesus. I've been dying. Yeah, okay, America di- got it a little earlier. Exactly. I'm I'm talking about the what is this staggering of of box office releases? What is this? Why, I know. What is this? I know, man. We well, both look. we both speak English. <laughs> you could you could get the cut that we got at the same time. It's we have Netflix, we have streaming. Why can't we just why can't we just release them at the same time? Seriously, uh, lights.cameras.blokes at gmail.com. Somebody please tell me why I have to wait for Ned it's, to it's, see this movie. It's different uh, regional distribution deals, isn't it? So, uh, no, I know no, it's no, produced no, 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 no. Here by like <laughs> Anime Limited, I think is the company. Um, and it's someone else in the States. Right? So, well. You know, Sean, it is a shame, though. It is a shame that we should be divided based on the places we come from. And um, I don't know how this world can heal until we will get... Godzilla at the same damn time. Simultaneous day and date release for for Godzilla. Uh, But, you know, we'll get into it, man. We'll get into it. I'm excited to talk about... Godzilla minus one. You've got to call it by its full name. I don't yes. know what you're saying when you say just Godzilla. This oh, is let's Godzilla let's wait, wait, wait. Minus one. Let's redo the bit at the top. All right, Ned. What what's that coming over the the hill? Godzilla minus or, one. Um, uh, <laughs> Sean, <laughs> before we dive into it, uh, what have you been up to, man? Any recommendations? Recommendations, 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 recommendations. Ned, I thought you'd never ask. Yeah, um, I did. I did. You knew I would as well. I do it every I, episode. I, it's uh, a <laughs> sometimes you do it. segment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, Ned, I would be talking about Shohei Otani and how he is a San Francisco Giant. But that didn't happen, and oh, the dreaded Dodgers got him. And mm. now 
for the next 10 years, I'm going to be crying. And just found out that they got the uh, number one Japanese prospect as well, uh, Yamamoto. Uh, I would be talking about that had he gone to the Giants. I'm not going to recommend anybody ever watch Shohei Otani again because he's terrible. <laughs> this is just a, a little bit of Sean's baseball corner. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good. Yeah, we should keep great, it in. Right. We should. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would be talking about Skater of the Year. Yeah. But I feel like that was a letdown, too. Um, Miles Silva won Skater of the Year. Great, great skater. Put out a great part. But uh, he he won it over so many, so many better people. Mm. Uh, I think Dick Rizzo even was better. Yep. I think uh, yep. Yuto Horigomi was better. Mm. I think... Um, Man, Tom Knox was better. Wow. John John Callahan was better. Tony Hawk. Uh, T- Tony Hawk actually <laughs> was nominated this year because he put out his last part ever, and it was a whole, a whole vert part. Oh shit! It was actually better than Miles Silver. I've stumbled and into you correctly. stumbled in. Yes, <laughs> I would be talking about that, mm. but I can't skate right now, so watching skating kind of bums me out. Oh yeah. But, Ned, you know what doesn't bum me out? What? Watching fingerboarding. And I have my recommendation of this episode is a little fingerboarding YouTube video. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's Jaron Morganelli. And he has put out one of, I'm going to say, one of the best fingerboarding videos I've seen. Uh, and then I'm sending it to because we got to do a little mini review inside of this recommendation. So let me let me just uh, everybody at home uh, go search Jaron Morganelli J A R E N space M O R G A N E L L I and and just watch this video of somebody just going off fingerboarding. Um, the video is for Sexymo, which is a fingerboard brand. Sick. Um, uh, alternatively, you can just Google best fingering and then sex, was it called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> rascal today, I'll say it. Okay, I'm being a little rascal. I got shenanigans in the works, okay? But listen, oh, do you? Enough what? of my chicanery. <laughs> uh that's a that's a, I'm I'm gonna check that out, Sean. I've still got yeah. the fingerboards. You got me. They're on my desk at all times, and you know I want to learn how to do a finger kickflip. Uh, yes. So you know. You know what we call those in fingerboarding? I don't care. Um, you might be wondering about my <laughs> no. Go on. I'm sorry. It's a kickflip. <laughs> Is it just a kickflip? It's just called a kickflip. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, what can I even recommend, man? Have you seen this show, Better Call Saul? No, what is it? I'm bringing it back, man. I'm bringing that <laughs> bit back. I think I've forgotten about it a couple of times, but I'm bringing it right back home. Lights, cameras, blokes. Better I'll be Call Saul. If you've seen Better Call Saul every week. Yeah. Uh, well, well, Better Call Saul. It's Bob Odenkirk. He's a lawyer. You know. Mm, okay. Bob Odenkirk. Mm. Cool. 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 Uh, maybe I'll give it a maybe I'll give it a watch. Is he in anything else, Sean? <laughs> you know, there was a there was a this one commercial I saw for yeah. another show. I think he's like a principal or teacher or something. I <laughs> same guy from the Better Call Saul show. 
yeah, 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 so I've been watching a lot of Christmas films. I've been watching okay. The Thing, just because it's snowy in The Thing. Mm, I've been watching yep. The Muppets Christmas Carol. So good, man. So good. Mm, mm. So right. Did mm. we do an episode on The Muppets Christmas Carol? We I did. Like we we did. did. Yep. There you go. Yep. Go um, back and listen to that, everybody. Go back and listen to that episode. Ugh. Go, and then go back and watch Muppets Christmas Carol. What a film. Ned, I've been doing the same. I've been listening to listening. I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies, and it's you know what? Mm. I've been enjoying it. And last night, watched The Grinch, the 2000 Jim Carrey movie. It's, you know what? Some people don't like it. I'm here to say, I really like it. It's it was pretty good. It's great. It's it's great. Well, my seasonal recommendation is um, you go watch. Mm, mm. Cut all the silence out. No, like it's I just okay. thought of it off the fucking car. <laughs> I hope this is a deep cut video about some Christmas. You know, you, please don't tell me you're going to recommend Die Hard. Come on, don't do this to me. So it's uh, so uh, a little man named John McClane <laughs> 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 steps up. And fights off the terrace in Die Hard is my recommendation. Yes. <laughs> for, yes. Uh, and then you know, check out you check out Batman Returns. I think that's a Christmas favorite mm-hmm. for me. I love that. I love I love weird um, Catwoman, Penguin, hyper horny grossness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. It's Christmas. Get in the mood. Yeah. For Christmas. Um. But yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I've been listening to a ton of. I've been listening to a lot of Christmas music, actually. Uh, Whoa! And so my recommendation is Asalto Navidueno. Uh, I don't know if I've pronounced that exactly correctly. Give, give us a spelling. A S A L T O N A V I D E N O. All right. Uh, and it's uh, it's Willie Colon. Again, I don't know if I'm saying these names right. Colon. So, I mean, that's similar to my name, I guess. Mm. Uh, Hector Laveau and Yomo Toro. Uh, this is a um, holiday sort of salsa tropical album from the, I'm going to say, uh, 70s. <laughs> I'm guessing. Dude, but, Ned. dude, this album goes this is how you get in the christmas spirit dude this i gotta say it's the end of the year Mm -hmm. a lot of like top 10 lists come out right now yeah a lot of skater of the year awards come out now oh yeah that you a lot of a lot of uh baseball players go to teams you hate exactly better call souls probably on on a streaming service somewhere yeah yeah so i'm gonna say if we had a top 10 for recommendations i think this might be you know out of the recommendations we've done, top three. This is, we just gave some obscure Christmas. Dude, 
70s joint and a fingerboarding video. Let's go. This is this is why people tune in. I I a I completely agree, and everyone should listen to this. B I'm we got to back off on obscure because I think this is one of the best selling, like um, like this is one of the best selling albums in Latin America during the seasonal time. This is. Uh, Look, obscure to me, maybe, but uh, <laughs> yeah, let's. I'll back off. Uh, obscure. No, this. Uh, I'm, this I'm is, giving it a listen with you talking, so it's pretty dope. This is the holiday. Oh, I've album. heard the song. Hmm. I've heard the song. Yeah, which one are you listening to? Uh, is it La, Mu- La Mugra? La, yeah, La Mugra. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's a, a a classic. But yeah, and I think that just parks us perfectly. Oh, quick, you know, quick for a Godzilla minus one special. Give us a quick Japanese recommendation. Um, oh, dang. Okay. Uh, it's not going to be Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. Um, a quick Japanese recommendation. To celebrate the good country of Japan. <laughs> yes. Um, Ned, I'm going to recommend Lens 3, which is a Japanese skateboard video that should be probably win an award for best skateboard video of the year but oh. lens three l-e-n-z Boom. three uh i'll go for a classic i maybe we've even recommended this on the podcast before but it's a favorite of uh mine and yours sean uh dos monos dos city oh, that's a great recommend no japanese rap record. i i take it back yeah i don't take it back lens three is still great i'm going to also recommend the japanese uh music band group mm-hmm. rap crew um creative drugstore has released a, a little cd uh go listen to six pack it is spelled uh six the number six ix pack by creative drugstore that one that song goes hard and they're from japan dude six pack yes pac what? you say oh yeah i uh where is it? Here, yep. Uh, here we go. Ned, I'm gonna just. Dude, you send that what? over. You Let send me, that the, over. You get that to me, and you get that on our Instagram at lights.cameras.blokes. Yes. To follow. And Sean, you saw the film first. Why don't you tell me? Because you've been itching to talk about it for so long. Sean, what do you think of Godzilla minus one? Give me a th- full thoughts. Full thoughts. All go. right. I'm going. Uh, I. See, I don't. Should we? Should we even drop a hint to what this movie's about? It's about Godzilla minus one. Uh, mm. This is a set in post like, post World War Two, post World War Two Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, right after. So that this is the other thing. Right after the do- the bomb has the uh, atomic bomb has been dropped. Right, you never see it, but you never t- see it. Japan loses the war. Yes. Um. If you don't know who Japan was fighting for during the war, <laughs> damn, <laughs> not the Americans, right? <laughs> so uh, it's post that the idea is Japan, they had nothing after the war, mm. and then they had less than nothing minus one Godzilla minus one. Nice they had one. less than Ooh. zero. They had zero. Yep. Okay. Godzilla minus shows one. Up. Minus one. Go- <laughs> is that is 
Was that the reason for the the title? That's what they say in the trailer to the film. Mm. <laughs> is interesting. <laughs> I guess it is yeah. interesting, isn't it? <laughs> I think this is a. I think this is a uh, a brandy nightmare, but <laughs> I think so. Especially because, like, I'm two percent sure it should be Godzilla Zero. <laughs> yeah, that's. Right? I'm, I, that was probably Ned. Let's play this out, right? Yeah. Let's play this out. Mm. We're in a board meeting. Yeah. We're, we're the creative who are. We're going at Toho to, Studios. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. gonna we're gonna name this new Godzilla movie. We just you know we had Shin Godzilla. Shin. Oh, you know Shin, Shin Return. Means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shin in Japanese, Shin is new. So new. Yes. Basically, it means new Godzilla. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. This one. This this movie is taking place. Before that one, okay. Mm, well, so I'd what, say it's going to be difficult to follow up Shin Godzilla. This is apparently what the studio actually had a problem with. Mm. It's going to be difficult to follow up the popularity of Shin Godzilla. Okay, so, so how let's do we, think of an yeah. Maybe we go back. Maybe we, we go back. Okay, prequel sort of thing. Prequel. So what? Sh- maybe you know there are these ways to number movies. We can't call it two because it's before. Mm. It's, a, it's a prelude. Right? Yeah. I hear you. So, so w- what do you think we should call it? Um, God. How about Godzilla? Uh-huh. Zero. Z- oh, but, okay, hear me out. I like that. Less than zero. Yeah. Minus. Godzilla less than zero. Godzilla less than zero. Godzilla minus. Minus. One. One. Okay. You know what, Ned? That's got to be the worst idea I've heard <laughs> in one of these meetings. <laughs> I think it's so bad that, that it might actually it. be good. We, we got to do we it. Do we got to do Let's it. Let's pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> uh, what would a sort of USA chant equivalent of Japan? Oh be? no, th- you would just you would just be chanting Godzilla minus one, Godzilla, Godzilla minus one, <laughs> Godzilla minus one. Uh, yeah, no, okay. I think I'm glad we played that out. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. It was a solid bit. Uh, what do I think of this movie? Yeah, what, what do I think, think of this movie? What do you think, man? Um, I liked it. Mm. I liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't like well. So Can it's I, funny. It's it's funny when I was watching Godzilla minus one. Yep. In the back of my head, mm. about fifty percent of the time, mm. <laughs> I was just thinking of you, Ned. Yeah. I was thinking. I wonder if Ned's gonna like this because this is a lot less political, mm. and it's it's well, uh, it's more it's <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's more on the person to person level, mm-hmm. which. You did, you, yeah. You no, more like of a the, civilian the, angle, hundred percent. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're you're at a lower, more emotional level with all these people, and there's a lot of connection. Mm. And having this conversation with you now, I realize you maybe n- didn't like this movie, but uh, I think hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I you liked presume. it. <laughs> I, I liked it. Mm. Uh, there's something. I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but there's something that goes on throughout the movie that I think they kind of beat you over the head with the subcontext a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, aside from that, I, I enjoyed it. I think, honestly, I I might like Shin Godzilla more mm, a little bit. Interesting. Yeah, but I think that has to do with the um, 
the monster more than anything. It ha- like I I felt more scared in Shin Godzilla. Mm. But Ned, what you what you think of Shin Godzilla? Dude, or, sorry, I, this is gonna be my Godzilla question. minus one. Is is if any of the sort of conversations we've had in our years yes. <laughs> of of uh, colleagueship turn friendship, you know, turn yes, brotherhood, yes. if you don't mind. Yeah, me exactly. Saying. Yeah. Uh, if um, you might have listen, you've presumed I didn't like this. I did like this. <laughs> okay. You didn't? I did. Oh, okay. I did oh, like no. this. With everyone else, I really enjoyed okay. Godzilla Minus One. Ah, uh, thank God. <laughs> Zilla. Minus one. Minus one. Um, unfortunately, there is a minus one to my enjoyment. Um... And uh, and I'm wondering if just based on some of my gripes with the uh, perhaps more nationalistic elements of Shin Godzilla, yeah. where that might have popped up here. Because I'm just kind of wondering, as I'm watching this, as I'm thinking these things, mm. as I'm being like, as the good 10 to 15% of my brain... Mm. is being a bit of a buzzkill. Mm. <laughs> I'm wondering, is no one else thinking these things? Am I <laughs> alone? Is it just the one person, minus one, zero, zero people thinking these things? Yes. Because I did have a big problem with the setting of this movie. And and I'm wondering, <laughs> Sean, did any... Did anything ring any alarm bells for anyone else? Did did you have any thoughts about? It's it's <laughs> funny because I know your gripes about Shin Godzilla. Mm. The entire time, I was also thinking, okay, yeah, how is Ned <laughs> going to feel about this? Yeah, how is that how SJW is Ned W piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> that no, cock. no, because. Because I'm going into a Godzilla minus one viewing a mm. very different way than a Ned is going into sure. a Godzilla minus one viewing. But, but yes, yeah. The, the the setting, yeah, of Godzilla minus one is, you know, it's at the origin of Godzilla. It is yeah, right after. One. Yeah. yeah. My, <laughs> it is right after the bomb has been dropped to, that creates Godzilla. Yeah, and. With that, you have the the understanding that in World War Two, yeah, this ultra nationalism has wrapped up Japan. You see elements of this throughout the movie that are still lingering. You have people who are, um, without getting into too many spoilers, mm. uh, you have people that are going at the main character because he didn't fulfill his duty and uh, he is basically a coward and how he's the reason they lost the war. And there are all these elements that, that show the ultra nationalism of Japan. Mm. But I think when I was viewing this, I was like, well, I think they do a decent job and this will stop Ned from hating it too much (laughs) because it is rectified at the end somewhat Mm -hmm. that there is, a slight changing of the way Japan is going to be doing things going forward. Mm. And 
I can't spoil what happens, but basically it's it's a little bit of a symbolism shift when the conclusion of the movie happens and you're like, okay, in my mind, I'm like, okay, Ned might go for this. Okay. And so that's how I viewed my, my that's how I viewed Godzilla minus one mm. was through the lens of me enjoying it and, and me going, Ew, 50, actually 50% be like, what's, what's Ned thinking? <laughs> While hmm. I was eating my burrito. Godzilla's been awfully silent about <laughs> About the police. <laughs> Perhaps he sympathizes. I'm, I'm getting on Reddit right now. Um, uh, that was a, a small caricature of myself. Now let me tell you about how I, Ned Colon, felt about Godzilla Minus One. Yes. Um, I think that I, I thought that a lot of my issues with Shin Godzilla are sort of rectified Mm-hmm. in Godzilla Minus One, in that I think it's an infinitely less cynical movie than Shin mm-hmm. Godzilla. Um, it's less concerned with satire. The story is a lot more driven by, you know, sentiment and characters that, you know... You do, I think, feel for. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I think yes. like the characters that drive this are infinitely more compelling than any of the human elements in Shin Godzilla because the human elements in Shin Godzilla they're not really they're more concepts than they are like actual characters and people. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And and so I think that like drives this movie along a lot nicer. So the pacing, I think, works a little better. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's less of a satirical sort of take although i tell you what i really do want to revisit shin godzilla that's a side note because i think like i think i'd like to try pick up more on the satire that we've talked about a little bit right of like the japanese government post earthquake and like that film's very much about that um so i i think the human elements work a little better for me in this one it's got a sort of it's got a lot of dread but like it's packaged in a more like anime style peppiness you know there's Mm -hmm, a little mm -hmm. melodrama here you you get a the feeling in this movie um if you've ever watched any like japanese dramas like Mm. kind of like uh you know like a 30 minute t made for tv japanese drama there's elements of that through this movie with plenty plenty of certain certain storylines that or plot lines that that feel exactly like a 30 minute special plenty of that um i think the destruction and the godzilla sequences which i think are only about like 12 minutes of the film are so fantastic like yes i think the destruction i think is genuinely like i think because you do care more about these human characters is more like you know heart in your throat like terror as Godzilla's tearing through mm-hmm. like these cities you're watching him crush people you're watching people just get blown away by rubble which some people walk that off surprisingly well spoilers <laughs> i guess <laughs> but uh yeah the the spectacle of Godzilla i think is like perfect kaiju stuff like and i think the way yes. he's like built up like i think again a a note for the pacing is you watch Godzilla uh, 
can we just we'll we'll say spoilers i think like yeah 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 i i think we both do recommend the film i have some big caveats about the setting um i enjoyed this much like you might enjoy um a sensationalist uh article as read by your kookiest Fox News presenter. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, no. Again, we're we're going to get into it, but I think, like, I do just want to get into, like, in terms of pacing, and these are minor spoilers, you see Godzilla fuck up a little island, and he fucks mm-hmm. up some boats, and at that point, you're so terrified of what Godzilla can He's do, gonna, yeah. that you're like, when this guy gets to the city... Everyone's it's fucked, <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets the city, and everyone's fucked. And yeah. I think like that pacing is fantastic. I uh, all right. So what I will say about the pacing, mm. you mentioned that there was only about twelve minutes of Godzilla, which I think is fine. I, it's not a con for me, but I think I could have enjoyed it a little more with a little more Godzilla. I oh, want a little listen. more big lizard. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. We're all Shin Godzilla, Godzilla felt like there's a little little more Godzilla in it. I think that's what I liked about it. But that's just me wanting some more big lizard. That's I, all. I think we're all greedy for Zilla. I think we'd all we always are. want more Godzilla. We do. But I do think like seeing less of him makes him like a very intimidating presence when he does show up. You know? Ned, I'm an American. I, if I want McDonald's, I want it right now, and I want it for dinner, and then tomorrow mm. I'm gonna want it for lunch and dinner, and I'm gonna I'm gonna want it more. I'm gonna probably cut this, but <laughs> I'm just just I you I want your Godzilla like, XL. I, just, I want my portion. I want my Godzilla super size. You want okay? cheesecake por- le- factory portions of Godzilla? Yeah. Serve them up nice and hot and steamy. Yeah, uh, you know. Why not? I know what you mean. I listen. I do. I'll always know what you mean, Sean. Always. It's my curse. <laughs> but uh, I, I listen. I think it worked for me. I think mm. like that that build up, uh, yeah, was great. Yes. Uh, and um, and then I have a big issue in something. I that like this is v- this is very much poised as an anti-war film in the vein mm-hmm. of the original Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I think the exclusion of specifics about the war, not that I wanted someone to come out and read, like, here's every fucking thing Japan did <laughs> during World War II, but, like, it's such a skeletal sort of thing. It's this, like, real vague thing in this movie, Sean. Let me talk to you a little bit (laughs) (laughs) about post-war Japan. Because you've got these things like, like, the US and the Japanese government don't want to get involved in the Godzilla malarkey. But, like, you never see any US presence in japan which is like a big conversation in the film it's like the u.s troops are here and like but you they're nowhere they're like an imaginary friend (laughs) u.s troops Uh, uh, the sort of disarmament that came post-war is sort of like 
well, we'll still bung you over a couple of warships for, you know, your Godzilla problems, which absolutely fucking not. Like, that surely takes away from the impact of, like, oh, Japan's lost. We have zero. We have less than nothing. You got about six good battleships on yeah, loan from yeah. the States. You know? Godzilla yeah. plus three battleships, I would have called it. <laughs> um, and then just the sort of... It's this overall vagueness and this narrative that like the war was bad because it was bad for japan like the war was bad because it was bad for our citizens and soldiers that the government did like very much overlook and abuse and i very much feel that sentiment but like but but imagine the discomfort if like Germany made that kind of movie. <laughs> like, like I, I'm going crazy over here. Like, I saw online people going like, why isn't Godzilla Minus One releasing in China? I'm like, can you not think of yeah, one yeah, good yeah. reason why, like, China doesn't want this, like, two-hour... <laughs> you no, know? you're... In, I, I... This was my I totally issue. get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. Um... I think for them to unpack all the atrocities that happened in China and Korea. I don't uh, I don't want like a list of like what? let's unpack every little thing we did, but like don't like having the setting of the war but never like mentioning like what you know I it's it feels very like because the film can't tell you what japan was doing because then like the big montage at the end where the citizens regain their hope because they're finally working together would not land (laughs) you know you'd be going this is this is a much larger problem in japan still to this day which which germany doesn't really have to reconcile with every single day uh because they don't have politicians or people on like the world stage who mm. are not willing to compromise or, or not willing to um, like Ger- Germany at the end of the war. Mm. I mean, I don't know my German history, but basically they knew what happened was wrong. Mm. You don't have a bunch of people who are still disputing what, uh, happened in germany was wrong you don't have politicians or anybody in germany who's like yeah i'm not going to talk to um the jewish people or i'm not going to talk to anybody and say like what we did was wrong but i'll kind of sidestep things and and do that but in japan there's very much still animosity towards uh korea and china and and vice versa china and korea are still like there are there are probably uh, decades and decades of work that still needs to be done to kind of even get to like a, a talking, like a discussion table mm. with these countries. So if you want that in Godzilla minus one, you're asking for basically <laughs> the <a> impossible. Movie. <laughs> yeah. I think 
And as every time we talk about Godzilla, we stumble into these much bigger and broader debates that we all feel like semi-uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> like, um, I think that's my biggest discomfort with this movie is it's like an awkward handling of a history that is like from a country that has a culture of awkwardly handling yeah. its history. And, like, to choose this setting is, like, a choice to engage in that culture of, you know... It's just... It's it's tough because it, this is, you know, Godzilla is set... The, the, the very beginning of Godzilla mm. is set post-World War II. It is a commentary on the nuclear bomb, on nuclear power, mm. um, and... And so you're always going to have that origin unless you, you know, unless you completely change what Godzilla is about and say, oh, he's just a Godzilla was a thing that fell from the sky and it went into the ocean. Let's not talk about World War Two. And in and doing that is almost even worse, like because you are sidestepping what actually went on in real life. Oh, cool. Like you. But then I think of the original Godzilla and I think of a generation of filmmaking in Japan which was much more overtly like political political and, and yeah. like Godzilla the original Godzilla is very overtly like about these are the spirits yeah. of like this people killed you know I, by and for Japan incarnate into like a big lizard. <laughs> I think I think that I don't know enough about the Japanese uh movie making industry, mm. but I think that the ability to make that conversation now mm. is probably is less much, than what it was maybe. Yeah, and and I think that there is Japan's not as divided of a country as America or even uh, England is when it comes to politics. I think Japan does have people that are, you know, they have they have different viewpoints on things. But Japan has actually gotten more and more. Japan already is a very conservative country. Yeah. But I think they have gotten more conservative in recent years and i just don't think i don't think that people making movies uh or i think people making movies for mass audience kind of understand that they kind of they know who their audience is and i don't know if they are going to be the ones ruffling the feathers about the history of world war Two and japan's place in it and I completely get that, and yeah, my disappointment is in that like that's what the origins of this film franchise are, yeah, like Godzilla's so rooted in such like a golden age of Japanese film and art, and now here we are with like some incredible spectacle, some like wonderful Godzilla action a little more heart than like has been in some of the more recent films of godzilla both from the states and like japan mm -hmm. and i think like it's it's choosing this immensely complex political setting as a set dressing and i 
can't sit and distangle that from my head and go like, well, I guess that's <laughs> how yeah, it is now. I, I, I understand. Uh, I, there, there is, while I was watching it, even, even without me thinking about Ned mm. and what he was thinking, I was also waiting at times to be like, okay, there's going to be a commentary about what just happened in the war or mm. the atomic bomb or um, how, how Japan is going to move forward with what just happened and how, you know, there, there are certain times in, in the movie that they make comments about how nationalistic they were. And yet it no, doesn't get, and this it doesn't was... get resolved. Really? This is where, like, this broader political point of, like, the culture that Godzilla Minus One lives in sort of dove back into the actual, like, the film for me is that, like, as an anti-war movie, it's just a bit toothless. Like, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like, they're really sort of driving for, like, characters have arcs and you've got some, like, you've got characters who are, like, very disappointed in, like how they have been like fed information and how they've been like moved around by their country and treated by their country but then by being so like non-specific like it yeah. sort of doesn't really want to it doesn't have like that deeper reason why it's saying war is bad because it can't be explicit about war you know so that's here here was my one thing I was going to bring up and it was how you have um, Godzilla minus one set in this time. You make reference to the, the issues of war, Mm. but what you do is you make the main character go through this, this whole story and it, it inevitably turns into a commentary on PTSD the mm. this is basically from what i saw the the movie is a commentary on ptsd and they use godzilla and they use the main character's uh story as a way of showing like oh things don't leave you after you leave war and mm. things don't leave you um as you think you're moving on they just keep coming back and that's referenced with godzilla that's referenced with all the things that happen to the the main character, um, like when flying, because he is a pilot, and you you just keep seeing this, and it's like it's kind of overt. Like you you at you know at the second time where he has a freak out and kind of a flashback, you're like, oh yeah, he has PTSD, and this whole idea is this whole movie is PTSD's bad, you know, like mm. PTSD's real and bad, uh, which I think. Japan in the recent years has not been sending troops to the Middle East or mm. to uh, other countries like America has. So I've seen plenty of movie- movies uh, made in Hollywood about PTSD and how it's bad. So I think like this, that was kind of what bugged me. It's like they're just hitting you over the head with it a little bit. Mm. And, and because they focus so much energy and time on, Let's really drive home the point that this guy has PTSD. Everything else kind of gets lost. Like, like you could have 
cut back on that part of it and you could have maybe if if the directors if the writers were trying to have a thread of like what Japan did in the war was not good mm. you could have probably wove that in there instead of the th- the third time uh our main character freaks out I, for you know? sure and yeah i don't know i think like there was plenty of stuff in here that i don't think was so much about ptsd as it was like well you know our responsibility post-war is more towards our communities than it is to our government and like we have to come together as civilians to stop you know to make a difference or to stop godzilla yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah rather than like rely on our sort of systems of power which i think is all fine and good i I just think like (coughs) i i just think and and here's I'm getting what I'm trying to get to the bottom yeah. of here, Sean. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like it is none of my fucking business how Japan as a nation deals with like its its history. <laughs> you know? Right. I, I think like and or how like nationalistic or conservative Japan is, these are not my politics, but it's not really for me to go point at another country and say like that's not how that should be. I, yeah. I think like, you know, my my sort of politics are informed by my more immediate sort of surroundings and you know mm-hmm. and how my country interacts with other countries, of course, I think like there's a lot of global responsibility as well, but there's like this is not me pointing at Japan and saying like you should feel worse for the war. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's more for me the discomfort that there's a lot of people, especially in my circles, people like myself who like grew up loving like a lot of Japanese art, a lot of Japanese shit, like super in love with video games, anime, classic kaiju films like Godzilla, and now there's that somewhat parasocial relationship to the culture of Japan, mm-hmm. which is completely disconnected to like the cultural history of the place, which makes yeah. me a little uncomfortable. My big discomfort is not necessarily immediately with Japan. It's for like specifically like the white weeb people (laughs) that might look and sound a lot like you and i yeah yeah who aren't who are going to watch all of this very uncritically you know and it makes me think of well what if you know atrocities and (laughs) humanitarian issues that we're seeing today were represented in this way 70 years from now like 100 years from now like I wouldn't love that, <laughs> you know. Well, if... Ned, that's that anyway. is the benefit of soft power, and I think <laughs> that's what anime and J-pop before K-pop and Japanese movies uh, do for a country like Japan is it influences the international community to understand. Hey, they got some dope stuff over there, and I love these things. I I like so many of my favorite pieces of media in the world are Japanese and so much of like the artistic movement and storytelling from 
post-war Japan are the thing, you know, they're the right. bedrock of like incredible cinema. <laughs> and, yep. and, you know, and, and do we all have to have like a war lecture after Godzilla minus one? I, not necessarily, but like, I think we should know what actually went on. Like yeah. you've got to know real history before you know the plot of like this lizard gets in a scuba diving accident. Like, you have to. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You can't, like, if you just want to enjoy something, like, fine. But you've got to realize this is based on a real time and place. <laughs> and uh, Man. And and I've bummed you out. You no, <laughs> no. It, you know, Ned, you just made me think about the two dudes in Japan sitting there listening or talking on their podcast about how the Transformers movies are probably some and, of and the best movies, right. except they don't really comment on the war in the <laughs> Middle East like they should. No, but th- the thing is, like, uh, yes, the thing is, they're <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah. Tr- the Transformers movies do comment on the war in the Middle East, <laughs> and they don't do it like they, like, not necessarily how they should, but, like, it's- every country has its big, stuff blows up film franchise mm-hmm. just like just do two minutes to research like what stuff is that country blown up? <laughs> yeah. what would you rate it i'd give godzilla minus one eight minus one seven <laughs> <laughs> i've been waiting to do that joke <laughs> dude dude um i'm gonna give it a 7.5 mm. minus one 6.5 plus 1, 7.5. 7.5. Yeah. Godzilla plus 1 could be the next one. Yes. I think that would be a confusing way of <laughs> doing these Godzilla movies. But Godzilla divided by 6. <laughs> Godzilla times 2 divided by 1 times 2 by the square divided root of Mothra. By 6. Yes. Dude, the square root of Mothra would be a good film. Damn. Um, King Ghidorah to the fourth. To power of four. <laughs> Dude, I want a listen. Shin Godzilla was Godzilla heavy, and Godzilla minus one was Godzilla heavy. Go- I think they're you- a little nervous to attach I, the oeuvre. I completely agree. I was, v- I was very looking. I was looking forward to any hint mm. of Mothra or of. Mecha Godzilla, mm. or it, like just give me a little taste of mm. of somebody coming and Godzilla fucking him up. I agree, and I I think like maybe they're a little nervous in the you know I think those Godzilla movies towards the eighties seventies eighties you know they got very campy and maybe they're yeah. a little ner- you know they're doing serious now but i think you can do serious king Ghidorah. i'd love to see king Ghidorah oh, back yeah. in like a japanese godzilla film like shot in this style you know yeah i i think you have to I, you can't go kong because of all these dang godzilla versus kong movies we got coming out but i think you could go with like a mothra I think you I, could do a Mothra or a King I think Ghidra could... or a Rodan, perchance. Perchance mm. a Rodan. Mm. Um, um, yeah. And um, 
I think I want the next Godzilla to be set even further back in time mm-hmm. where uh, Godzilla stops the um, stops the uh, invasion of the uh, the Mongol who <laughs> The, the wave off Kanagawa, and yeah. it's, it's the it's Godzilla makes the wave that destroys all the among uh, the, the that stops Genghis Khan's Genghis Khan. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I like this idea. I think it works perfectly with with Japanese history. I, I love think it. So, and then maybe you have like the samurai team up. Oh shit! A Godzilla samurai. Oh my like, god! Can't, but, can't. but Godzilla alone can't stop him. He's like, we must forge him a blade, and they forge Godzilla. Oh. <laughs> Godzilla with a little hand just swinging around a katana. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Dude. Hand just fucking <laughs> swatting the Mongols away. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, <laughs> I think we're, I think we're hitting gold here, Ned. I think we've struck gold. Don Toretto, it's a crossover, goes racing. He decides to race Godzilla in Japan, and Godzilla thinks he's going to win because Godzilla's got those wide strides. But mm. um, but Don Toretto has souped up his car with nitrous oxide, so he zips across Japan quicker than Godzilla, winning the race. And it's Godzilla, my NOS one. I think we ended it there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Did you watch Sandlot? (laughs) I haven't seen Sandlot yet. Is it that one or Field of Dreams, which is like, if you build it, I'll come? That's Field of Dreams. (laughs) That's Field of Dreams. No, dude, that's the best tagline. Because I've never heard anybody say that. (laughs) If you build it, I'll come. Please don't stop building it. <laughs> please, please, please. If, you it, <laughs> if you keep building it, I'm gonna go. <laughs> 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 That's feel the dream. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I watch Chandler. <laughs> as long as it doesn't make me 